Hello, and welcome to The Way Family Podcast. My name is Zach, and I am one of the hosts. Hello. Is that all you're going to say? Oh, are we recording? No, yes, you have to oh. introduce yourself. I am still testing. We got a new audio interface, and I've been very excited about it. I bought it new. I was waiting for it to come out. I want... Anyways, I bought a new unit, but I received a used unit. And I know it was used because there's a scratch on it, and the return um, authorization slip was in the box. So, and it sounds just weird. It, there's a lot of background noise, so I don't know if this is going to need to be returned or not. Okay, I figured it out. It was Hannah's microphone. Here we are. So, here we are. It's me. Yes. Um, Hannah, how was your week? Oh, man. Okay, I've actually been having a pretty good week, and... Um, even though uh, parenting has been pretty rough. But other than that, it's been a really good week. Um, we got a gym membership. And um, it is really fun. And, I mean, we've only had it for like a week maybe. Maybe a little more. No, like a week. And we've gone, well, I've gone every day since we gotten it because I can go during the day and they have childcare there and it has helped me so much like I know that they say if you have well if you are have helps your mood so I know that they say that because it's like the serotonin levels and whatever like it's a scientific thing when you work out that it helps your mood but it really does so I don't know that's been really nice and um I think part of it is that working out helps your mood but the, Another part of it is that I can have like a little bit of time in the day to just be by myself, like in the midst of me being home with the kiddos. So I have been really liking it. I did a yoga class today with my friend and it was just so nice and so relaxing and refreshing. And yeah, so I've been really liking that. And they also have a steam room and a sauna and it's so fun. I actually haven't gone in since we went in on that first night, hun. Really? But yeah, because I just, I don't really have time. And I also don't really want to go in by myself. So, um, but yeah, other than that, it has been, it has been rough with Forrest. And he, yeah, it's just been kind of rough with him. But I don't know, we're working through it. And what else What else happened this week? You're looking at your stories? I'm looking at my stories. Well, anyways, I'm sure they follow us on Instagram. Well, so. one more thing. We got plants. Some more plants. So, yep. Pretty, uh, pretty significant. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. They haven't died yet, so way to go. It's because I'm watering them. Well, you never watered What a concept. My, you never watered my plants. It was because I had to have some ownership, and I just didn't think about those. But since I bought these at Lowe's when we went there to escape our home one time, um, 
uh, I don't know. I really love I really love them. And Forrest really loves his. He picked out a fern. Well, he picked it after I told him what it was called. So. All right. Well, we have a main topic today. We're going to be talking about is wanting to be a parent and wanting to have kids selfish. This was a question that we got on Tumblr, and then they reminded us about it on via email. So thank you for the question, and um, we will get into that right after a couple voicemails. Hey, Zach and Hannah. My name is Kaya. I'm calling from the suburbs of Chicago where I live with my husband. I just finished listening to your scheduled episode, and you guys have me laughing so much. Um, not at you, obviously. I'm hoping with you. Um, but I just thought it was really funny. I'm not really a schedule type myself, but I bullet journal a lot, and I find myself actually scheduling out my days from that. Um, I find, especially if I want to work out and have the intention of even cooking that night or anything like that I'll even do like an hour by hour schedule and it tends to get done better that way um I'm a nine on the Enneagram so I'm a little bit more of a free spirit kind of go with the flow go along to get along whereas my husband is a one and he's definitely more as a perfectionist but he kind of lacks the discipline of scheduling out his days So it'll be interesting to see, especially when we have kids, kind of what happens. I know um, when I used to babysit, one of the moms that I used to babysit for, she had an hour-by-hour schedule of the day with her three kids. And I really liked it. It really helped with structure, obviously. I mean, with kids, it's kind of hard to plan like that because, you know, they're little humans and they're growing and have their own ideas and emotions and whatnot. But I always just find it interesting what other people do, and I really love listening to you guys discuss kind of what works for you or what you want to implement. It's all just so interesting, and I really appreciate you guys sharing that with everyone. Um, So anyway, that was basically all I wanted to say. I hope it made sense, Um, but Hannah, I hope you feel better, and I just wanted to say thank you. Aw. Well, thank you. I do think that scheduling is really good. And you've had more of a routine now that you go to the gym. Have you scheduled? Yeah. Well, my goal is to go to yoga on the days that they have it, which is, well, on the mornings that they have it, which is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at, like, I think it's 10. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> I should probably figure that out. But So that's my goal. So we, I'm trying to, like, at least start with some sort of structure there because, um. Forrest really loves going to the gym, so it's like a fun thing. It's not something that I have to like fight him on or that I mean that he has to fight me on rather. So like that's the hardest thing with like schedule like for me with Forrest is like anytime we have to stop what we're doing to do something else, even if it's the new thing is going to be something that he loves, there's going to be like a lot of opposition. That's just where he's at right now. And a lot of like either throwing a fit or talking his way out of it or trying to convince me not to make us switch whatever we're doing. Even if it's like, Hey, we're going to go to the park. I'll like whine and cry and throw a fit because he doesn't want to stop what he's doing, even though it's a nice day and we should go outside and go to the park, you know? So I don't know. That's kind of my biggest, my biggest struggle. And I'm just not a very organized person. So 
Um, so going to the gym has actually started to help with that. So awesome. I am writing a work schedule right now and I, it's, I think it's a little bit, um, easier to maybe write a work schedule because you know, there's things you're accomplishing and you're there to work when with your free time, it's a little bit more difficult, but I'd say it's more important to schedule your free time. Yeah, I would say probably. Because you end up just wasting a lot of it. But the hard thing about schedules is when you schedule something in, when you put something in your schedule, you're automatically saying no to every other option. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, you're you're limiting yourself to be more effective during that specific time. So thanks for the voicemail. And I like your um, accent there. And nope. I had one like that not so long ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's get into the next couple. Hey guys, uh, my name's Gray, and I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Gray, uh, I know who you, I know who he is. Super helpful. Oh, good. Um, I'm 23 years old. He's and friends with Titus. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life, so your wisdom is super appreciated. Um, last few episodes have been awesome. The last one about schedules uh was really good um i'm glad that you guys both admitted that you hate scheduling because i hate it so much and um that just makes me feel better about hating it um i just graduated graduated from san diego christian college and i'm a good friend of titus uh zach i heard you've been wanting to hear back from some of the guy listeners (laughs) yes thank you here i am um so after I graduated college, I decided to take a job in Tennessee, and uh, this job is not really something that I love, and it's kind of draining. Um, so Zach and Hannah, I was wondering if you've ever worked a draining job before that you didn't find fulfillment in. Um, I know that, Zach, you said before that your job funds your life, and I try to have that mindset, um, but... Most days when I get home, I feel pretty drained and in a bad mood. Um, And I really don't want it to get to the point where it affects my future marriage and family um, and just makes me like a grump my whole life. But I also understand the importance of supporting a family. So kind of my question is, at what point do I put away my selfish desires to find a job that I really love, um, but also supporting a family? And uh, not only thinking about myself in that. Um, and if you guys have also ever worked a drain and unfulfilling job before, did it affect your life at home or affect your relationship at all? Oh, good question. Um, yeah. I was just wondering what you guys thought and would love to hear um, your advice on that. Um, thanks for doing what you do. Um, you both are super inspiring to me. Um, and uh, I look forward to your podcast every Monday. Um, it uh, honestly has helped me in this transition period of life, moving from uh, college to real life. And uh, yeah. So thanks guys. Uh, bye. Wow. Uh, thanks, Gray. Thanks. That's a really nice message. So um, I think there's, there's a couple of things. Number one, have we worked a draining and unfulfilling job? Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> I was at the same place. <laughs> <laughs> and did that affect our marriage? I think that when we were both there, I think that it was different than how it is now with just you working there. Right. Because we were both like, we did a ton of stuff on the weekends. Like we were living for the weekends basically. And we would always go camping and stuff on the weekends. But it was like we were kind of in that like daytime misery together or boredom, whatever. And I don't know. It was different when we were when we were both there. It didn't seem so bad, I guess. So I don't think that that really had an effect, like a, a negative impact on our marriage. I think it was like it was what our about, first year of marriage. What about now? When I come home and I'm like a little bit drained. Yeah. <laughs> Negative impact now. And some days when I'm like drained from our children and I don't always feel totally fulfilled by motherhood, you know, like that's, it's the same kind of thing. Um, and that's why we're doing this podcast, honestly, because I don't think that there is a way to avoid getting stuck mm-hmm. and feeling unfulfilled. And like, so life's going to get you. Yeah. And so you have to set up boundaries and like rules and procedures and operating principles and core value. This is all business talk, but well, you've got to, you have to have a plan for when you get stuck, when you feel unfulfilled, mm-hmm. because there's no perfect job out there. No. That's um, what I was just going to say that even if you do get your dream job, you are going to have times where you're frustrated with it and where it's hard. And where you might feel unfulfilled or whatever, or like, what am I even doing? And so, I don't know. I think that's like what Zach is saying. You just got to have a plan for when that does happen and like know how to get yourself out of it, I guess. Yeah. So if I have a hard day at work, what I try to do, and I'm not very successful at this, but I do try, is I will just, I will literally take the long way home and sit in the car outside our house for like five minutes and just decompress because I, I want to leave work at work and not bring it home. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say that that's, that's an interesting thing. Um, the interesting thing about jobs is the way that you view it. Do you, how do you view your job? And like I had mentioned before, I kind of view my job as a way to fund my life and provide for my family. If I were to view my job as something that needs to make me feel fulfilled and something that needs to make me satisfied, Mm -hmm. then I would quit for sure. Yeah, but I think another side of it could also be that like, you have something to offer the people that you work with. And I mean, Gray, I don't know about like, I don't know what your job is or if you work with people or what, but, um, I think that that's also important to remember that like you have something to offer the people that you work with. And, um, especially if you're a Christian, you have, um, something about you that is different than many people, you know? So I think that's important to remember also, Um, But I also don't think it's selfish to want a job that you love. You know, I think that's a very natural thing for people. But also your you cannot expect for your job to give you to, to make you feel fulfilled. So 
I know that that's like really, that would be really awesome and that would be really nice. And I would love that personally. I mean, if you're working for yourself, you have that responsibility for yourself. But if you're working for another company, it's not their job necessarily to make you feel fulfilled. If you work at a great company, they might value that. They might make that part of their mission statement is that they want their workers to feel fulfilled and feel satisfied and feel like a team or like a family or like whatever. But it is kind of, it is our responsibility to make our work meaningful. Hmm. And that is not just with jobs. Like no one else is going to make your work meaningful except you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that's also, like, really important for people who work for themselves is understanding that you're in a very awesome position where you're responsible for your own well-being, your own satisfaction, and job fulfillment. Um, and so you can you can make it happen. And, like... You are only responsible for the way that you react to like everything in your life, you know, like that. And that's all you're in control of, really. So that is, I mean, that's something to remember also. Like you're in charge of your attitude and the the way you think about your job. And, you know, I got to tell myself this all the time because sometimes I have a stinky attitude too. So. But it might also be affecting your like environmental wellness if the people that you work with are super negative and you can't escape that or if the culture of the company that you work at is bad, then it's, it's probably time to leave. Yeah, there's a really big difference in just like not being like not totally loving your job and then like it being like a bad environment to be in every day. Right. Like an unhealthy, like toxic environment. We were going to do some more voicemails, but we're running short on time here. So thank you for those voicemails. We'll get to the rest of them later. And now on to the main topic, which is from a Tumblr message. Let's see if I can pull it up. I actually thought that we already answered this. So I, that's what... I didn't ever oh. respond to it. Okay. I'm going to leave the name out. Hi there. My husband and I have been married for almost a year, but we've been together for quite a while. You have such a beautiful family, and I love seeing your honesty when it comes to life. I'm not sure how to ask this, and I'm sorry it's so random. I just have no one else to ask. But I just wanted to ask if, if at any point you struggled with guilt on whether or not to have children. I've wanted to have a family and be a mom for most of my life, but now that it's actually an option for us, I can't help but feel this huge guilt whenever I think about having babies. It feels like if I bring a child into this world, it would be for selfish reasons. I want to be a mom so badly. Is that wrong? To bring a soul into the world just because I want one. Is that fair to the child? It just feels like it's to the point where I don't know what to do about it. So far, I can't make my peace with this. I guess I was just curious more than anything if you had insight or you could relate to what I'm feeling. We actually had a similar conversation about this recently. We did. Before we saw that message. But, um, well, when we were thinking about having kids, like before Forrest was born, we were thinking we were going to have kids way later down the line. So we weren't really thinking about kids at all. 
So we didn't have that thought before we had kids because we just weren't thinking about it. Um, but I think that that is a very interesting thought and I don't know. It's a very interesting thing to think about. And why we were talking about it was because we're like, well, do we want to have any more kids or not? Because I kind of uh, don't want to. It was right. It was like right when Fern was born and everything was crazy. And we're like, eh. and then we like started thinking about like, is it like, is it selfish to have more kids? Like, is it beneficial to the kids we already have to have more kids? Like, I don't know. We we're just thinking about all of those things. Um, and I don't know when you really think about it, it maybe it is a little bit selfish. Well, I think that there's two sides, two sides, and they both take hard stances here. And if you look up, is it selfish to have kids, you'll come up with a bunch of articles and a bunch of blogs from some pseudo writer. Is that the right word? Pseudo journalist. I don't know. The first result that I saw on Google, I think, was from medium.com or vox.com. I can't remember. But it was every reason for having a kid is selfish. And I think that that's kind of the general narrative of society that we live in. I I can understand the points that they have, but that's just such a broad, sweeping generalization. And then there's the other side of the argument where it's like if you have a kid if you don't have kids you're being selfish which yeah i guess i can see kind of both sides but both sides have a lot of inconsistencies and short blind spots i'd say and so i will say one thing for sure once you have kids you will realize how selfish you are mhm it will expose your your selfishness for what it what it really is and it's it's ugly and i don't think that like uh, i don't know i think that there's a big pressure in our society maybe not our society maybe it's more christian culture but um i've kind of experienced a lot in just in our society to have kids and i really don't think that every person like needs to have kids and I don't think that every person should like I don't think it is for everybody to be a parent and but I think that that is really pushed on people especially when people are married and they like if they've been married for any length of time and they don't have kids yet you know there's going to be people asking when are you going to have kids and I don't know I don't think it's selfish to to not want to have kids I because I remember we also had that conversation before too like a couple years ago do you remember that like we were talking about how like what would be the reason for someone not wanting to have kids like they just don't want to put up with kids or whatever blah 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 we were like just talking it out and i don't think that it's i don't think it's selfish to not want to have kids i think that it's just not for everybody i used to think that it's was selfish to not to want to have kids but that was based on to not to not want to have kids okay. but that thought that I used to, that stance that I used to take was based off of the people that I knew that had chosen not to have kids. Mm -hmm. So it's always important when you like, when you are asking questions like this, that you recognize that you have preconceived ideas based on the people in your life who, in this circumstance, have chosen to have kids or have 
not chosen to have kids Mm -hmm. and what their reasons are that kind of flows into your thought process. And so for instance, and I, I think that a, a couple years ago, this was, this was my stance. The people that I knew that chose, and I know I'm going to offend people here. This is not how I think anymore, but this is, was how I thought. So let me just preface that. The people in my life that I know that have chosen to not have kids or have been vocal about not wanting to have kids have been for very selfish reasons. They don't want them to get in the way of their career. They don't want to slow down. They want to be able to have a fun, adventurous life and not be tied down or... Um, have to care about, and they would never say this, but have to care about anyone other than themselves. Mm-hmm. Now I see another side of it where it's like people are investing in other people's lives, and that is. That's also important. That's Yeah, that's also important. And like even coming from a biblical perspective, Paul says, I wish that you, everyone could be like me, not married not having kids so that they could pour into gosh, what a Christian saying so that they could love and serve others Mm -hmm. as much as possible. There's a book that I'm reading called the emotionally healthy leader. And the, the author Peter Screnzo talks about the difference between singleness and being married as far as representing Jesus to people. And he says that single people represent the width of Jesus's love or the breadth, the breadth of Jesus's love. What does that mean in normal terms? That he is loving towards everyone. He loves everyone, a wide group of people. The single person has an ability to invest in a lot of different people from Mm. different walks of life Mm -hmm. from you know whatever but for the married person um and for the married person with kids especially that demonstrates jesus's the depth of his love Mm. because it's more focused and it shows like it the, the consistent patience grace, forgiveness, sacrifice, whereas like there's just a difference and just because they're different doesn't mean that one of them is wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's also like really important. And when Paul says that he's not actually saying that he wishes that everyone was single because, you know, then there would not be any more people. Mm -hmm. But he's saying that he wishes that more people could be purposeful in investing in the lives of others and maybe not yeah yeah so that's that's kind of my thought but what what do you think um i i agree with that i think that it's also like the thing that I, especially in the last couple of years that I have really thought of, well, I mean, not years, months for me, is that um, I've been kind of wrestling with the idea that, I mean, I would love to have another 
baby and be pregnant again. And I love, cause I love being pregnant and I love birth and all that. And it's fun to have someone that looks like you, but there is also so many kids that need parents already that are already born mm-hmm. that are already living in our country that don't have parents and that are stuck in foster care or whatever. So I think that that's also something that's really important to consider too. Like if you're struggling with like, maybe I want to have a baby or maybe I don't, if you want to be a parent, then that is something that you should also consider. Um, well, yeah. And even like the having the mini me, like that's not the actual driving decision behind having a child. That's a for benefit. For most people, it's not. But for, some, you'd be for surprised. For some people, for some people, it might be okay. But there's all there's always the crazies. Mm-hmm. But like that that was one of the the reasons why it's selfish to advocate. According to this article on, I think it was Medium dot com, mm-hmm. be, because you just it's uh, egocentric. Mm-hmm. You just want to have a little mini version of yourself. But yeah, foster parents or adopting like that's a really good that's a really good way, but. I think it's also like very important to question your motives for having children. If mm-hmm. you're looking for, I know you said you've only been married a year, but if you're looking for children to fix your marriage, that's not going to happen. Um, it, there's a lot of people who I think really believe that, yeah. but then guess what? Your kids move out and you still have got a broken marriage. Well, and when when you have kids, it does not like okay, having kids it is wonderful and they bring us so much joy, but they're not helping our marriage like at all, you know, like they, like we are a family and we all love each other very much, but they are not like helping our marriage. We have to work harder. Right. It's like Jim Gaffigan says, like you're swimming and then someone hands you're, you're drowning and then someone hands you a baby and that just means you have to work harder. And so if you are married, then you have to work harder mm-hmm. for for your marriage. Um, but look at your intentions and motives. If I think it's very easy for someone else, i.e. your significant other, to tell if it's a selfish motive or not. Like, wanting to be a parent is not inherently selfish i'd say that being a parent is a very selfless job actually but yeah wanting to if you have the right heart about it (laughs) wanting to have kids just so that you can like i don't know like have kids like i i don't understand like the 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 girl side of this well it is it is different I don't know. I think that it's like very, okay, I'm not saying this about whoever asked this because I don't, I don't know you at all, but I'm saying this like even to myself a couple of years ago, like I think that it is really trendy to have children and I'm not saying that everyone who has children just wants to be trendy, but I think that it's a very like, it's a society thing. Like it's just what you do when you get married or, you know, sometimes before it's just what you do. You have, you have a baby and then your life is perfect and whatever. It's a very projected. I mean, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I forgot. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but 
it is a very um, prominent trend in our society for young married people. Like it's just like what they do. So I think that that is very a driving factor for a lot of people who want to have babies because like I even me I just had a baby six months ago and I see smaller babies than my baby and I feel the baby fever but then I remember that those small babies grow up to be toddlers and grow up to be older kids and then grow up to be teenagers and then adults and they have they're gonna have problems and they're gonna have it's gonna test you and it's going to be like, it's not, they're not just babies. So I think that it's really, it's easy to catch the baby fever. It's hard to remember all the rest of the parenting that you have ahead of you. Um, yeah. And you really only have a baby for a year after that. They're not a baby. Yeah. So and it goes so fast. Not that like the baby is like the only good part because there's so many good parts of forest now you know it's like there's so many good parts and i know that there's so many good parts to come but it just it also comes with more hard parts well i think the hard parts just shift and change as they grow because there's always hard parts so um yeah but one other thing that i wanted to add about about how my vote for parent wanting kids not like <laughs> spit gosh. it out one vote for um, wanting to be a parent as being not a selfish thing is when you think about like you think about the impact that you want to have on the world and how you want to change the world a little bit for the better and raising up kids with like uh, good values, like honest values it, like I think that that is one way to do that. I'm not saying that it's only like when you have kids from your body or when you like it could be kids from your body or adopting. Like I think that that or mentoring. Yeah, or mentoring. Like there's lots of ways you could do that, but I'm saying that parenting is one way to do that because nobody has a, a greater impact on my children, uh, I mean me and Zach's children than me and Zach. Do you know what I mean? So, um, well, I hope for the rest of their lives. <laughs> But anyways, that's like, that's one vote for the non-selfish side. So if you instill values in your children that are selfless and serving others and loving others, then that's a really good thing. Like, that's really, really good. And that's what our world needs. Exactly. But I also wanted to touch on one more thing. I know this episode is going long, so I apologize, but I'm excited about this. Um, And I'm excited about this new audio interface, too. Okay. I like it. We've had so many issues with it already. Well, one was a microphone. The (laughs) other one was a cord. Okay, I have a lot of recommendations, by the way. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll make this quick. I think that it is very important for us to be good stewards with what we have been given and do the best with what you have, where you are. Teddy Roosevelt, RIP. Um, I think that with parents, there's a weird thing, a weird... I don't understand why you keep having so many kids. Like, I don't understand that. I I come from, I've got three younger sisters. My mom's the oldest of eight. Um, We have, like, I've got, like, one 
quadrillion cousins. But this is just me personally speaking. I don't understand it because for me right now with two kids and a full-time job and also making my marriage a priority, I don't feel like I have enough it like enough to invest okay in raising another child okay this is we this is part of the conversation we had a while ago too but i was just thinking about this the other day and the thing that i thought about like cuz sometimes big families are really appealing to people and they are like i want a big family you want to grow up or whatever and i was thinking about how like yeah okay the parents only have so much to give and it is a fact that when you have more kids your time gets split so each I mean, each kid is going to get a little bit less time and attention the more kids that you have. The love might multiply, but the time stays the same. Yeah, but at that point, then it's like, okay, then you have your children investing into each other. And I know that that's not the same as a parent investing into you, but that is also something good, you know, or it can be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I understand that, but I personally don't want that like i want that for forest and fern but maybe and maybe in next year i'll be in a different place where i can grasp that idea a little bit more i see how that works for other families yeah well i mean i'm not talking about us having more babies i'm that's not the conversation that we're having right now i'm just saying that like i kind of see it from that point of view like just thinking about the people that we know that have large families, I think that that's something that's really cool too. That the the older siblings, not like the older siblings raise the younger siblings, but I mean like they're like the kids are investing in each other and they're shaping each other too, along with the parents. And it just like I don't know. I think that that is a benefit, another benefit. Yeah. But I'm not talking about us, and we're not having that conversation because we're not having another kid for a long time. No, I'm not either. Do. I just I thought that that was an interesting point is that you have to be a good steward with what you have right now. Yeah. And we're not saying that if you have a big family that you're not a good steward. That's not what we're saying. So that's just Zach's thoughts on that one one thing. Yeah. Well, that was our thoughts on a whole bunch of things, actually. Yes, our thoughts on a whole bunch <laughs> of things. And for the record, I, I was homeschooled. I am friends with a lot of families who have a lot of kids, and I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm just saying that I think... That you can't grasp that, that right I, now. That I can't grasp that right now. Yes. you. Yeah, you said that. Okay. Recommendations. Hit us up. Okay. Yes, I have been collecting these over the last couple of weeks that I've been Oh, can gone. I give some negative recommendations? Yes. Uh, Alto Music on Amazon and Reverb. What is your deal? You are sending used products that you sold as new ones. That's not cool, bro. Don't sponsor us. <laughs> Second, pop.co. Oh. You are the worst website in the world and you have the worst customer service never have hosting through pop.com don't ever if do you're it thinking about it like, i don't even know how you found that or why i'd want a dot co yeah well we have had a terrible experience with it's them just like for both websites we have through them it's a never-ending nightmare like they will not ever get back to us about anything ever 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 yeah except when we owe money <laughs> for except, real though yeah except when we owe money and then it's like five times a day 
and then they just delete your your URL. That's what happened to us, by the way. Yep. Um, so if you would like to go to our website, uh, do you not, can't do not go to thewayfam.co anymore because. Um, it doesn't exist. Yeah, we got a new debit card, and I couldn't log in, and I couldn't get a new password to update the. Uh, it's just like a. So, if you want to visit our new website, I recommend theway.family. You recommend. That is the new website. Okay, so now for some actual recommendations. Um, oh. Oh, yeah, mine were negative recommendations. Yes, this is an actual recommendation. Disrecommendations. You recommend not this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, the first is an app called Drop. Oh, I have another app. Oh my gosh. Huh. So many good ones. Okay. So Drop is an app that you put in your, you pick a couple stores that, that they have to choose from that you frequent. So they have Target, they have Trader Joe's, they have Starbucks, they have like Urban Outfitters, Whole Foods. They don't have every store ever, but they have like, I think it's like 15 or something and you can pick up to five. And you put in your card info. I know that's like creepy to some people, but you order stuff online, so it shouldn't be creepy. Anyways, it's like safe. They're not stealing your money. Um, so you, anytime you use that card at any of those stores, you earn back points for certain things. And then you, those points will get you gift cards to certain stores and you can redeem those points and it'll be like a $10 gift card to this store. Like you can save them up and get like a more amount or, you know, stuff like that. And it's literally, you don't do anything. It's just when you shop there, you get these points back. It's not taking any money from you or anything like that. It's just, it's like when you use this card at this store, you get points back depending on how much you spend at that store. So I put in some of our most frequent stores and let's see. Oh, they also give you like offers. Like if you spend this much at like this offer that I just got is if you spend this much at stitch fix, you can get 15,000 points. And um, I'm not going to do that cause I don't need clothes, but, um, uh, then you have your points and you can, I have 28,000 points right now. So I don't know what I can redeem that for, but it's pretty cool. Um, then the next app I'm going to recommend is Instacart. <laughs> it's so fun. Okay, so basically you can get your, <coughs> someone can do your grocery shopping for you and then deliver them to your door. And if you, I think if you use my code, you can get $10 off and free delivery. So I'm going to put my code there and I will probably also get free delivery on my next order or something. I think I either get $10 or free delivery on my next order. Um, but you choose from stores, like you put in your, like where you live. And then there's certain stores that participate and some don't like Trader Joe's doesn't, which I'm really sad about, but, um, we have like Albertsons, Costco and smart and final. And some of them, the prices of like the food is more if you go through the app than if you were just shopping at the store, because some of the stores do, but smart and final is not higher on the app. So it's like super cheap. Um, and so you put in what you want, you add it to your cart and then you do the checkout and then you choose your delivery time and someone will deliver your groceries for you. So that's been kind of a lifesaver because sometimes I just don't want to take both of my children grocery shopping. It's like, it's gotten chaotic. Okay. And then I have two Instagram recommendations, um, for everybody. Mindful counseling 
on Instagram. She is a therapist and she is always posting um, on her stories. She just does like, she calls them therapy thoughts and she just does like, just like a little snippet, like a couple stories long about something to be thinking about or, you know, I don't know. It's just really interesting stuff that makes you think and like reflect on yourself and like your behavior lately and your emotions and whatever. And it's been really, really helpful. Uh, she spe- her specialty as a therapist is, um, eating disorders. So I've found that very helpful, but, uh, she also talks about a whole bunch of stuff. It's not just eating disorders that she talks about. And then the other, um, thing on Instagram is busy toddler. If you're a mom and of a toddler, you need to follow them. Um, they basically just post a ton of ideas of things to do with toddlers. And it's like really interesting stuff that she posts, but it's like with things you already have around the house. So we've done a lot of stuff with Forrest and he's really liked them. And the last one is the greatest showman. I know everybody and their mom has probably already seen it, but if you haven't, you need to go see it. It is so good. And I'm obsessed with the soundtrack. Not I. Yeah. Zach hasn't seen it. I don't think that you would really like it. You don't appreciate musicals. Except um, I have three recommendations now. Oh boy, what are they? Two of them are musicals. Good. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh yes, it's so good. And Newsies. And Newsies is Christian Bale's first... What? And Singing in the Rain. We've been Mm -hmm. on an old musicals kick. You really liked that one. You told me you liked it. Yeah, I did like that one. I did. And, you know, while you're at it, watch the Waltons and the Andy Griffith Show. Andy Griffith Show. We're like on an old kick. Wow. Yeah. They're just like so good and they're so pure and they have like, it's not boring. Like when you think about like old movies and stuff, like a lot of people think that they're boring, but they're so good. Well, these ones are. Some of them probably are boring. (laughs) The last recommendation that I have is for an app called Acorns, which we've talked about a lot. But seriously, if you have been tight on money or you suck at saving money or you suck at budgeting or anything like that, or how about this? If you would like to go on a vacation or if you want to save up for something, you should get the app called Acorns. You log in with your bank account. It links to your debit card. Every transaction you make, it rounds it up to the nearest dollar, puts it in a micro-investment account, and then it sits there and collects interest until you withdraw it. And it just it just takes the... It's like the spare change at the end of the day. And you don't even know it's gone. And you don't even remember that you have this account. And then one day you have $1,000 in it. And then you're like, whoa. Seriously, that's what we did for our Christmas presents this year. Yeah. And we're going to use it this year for a vacation. So um, this year we have we already have $300 in there. Woohoo. Yeah. And if you use our link, we get $5, you get $5, and we could also win some money. So that, that would benefit us. And uh, you too, if you... Share with your friends. Yes. All right. Hannah, hit us with that joke. Um, what did the gas say to the muffler? Muffler. 
I'm exhausted. (laughs) 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 That was recommended to us from a listener, so thanks for that. And until next week, um, we will see you guys later. Catch you on the flip side. Happy trails.